Hello everyone, welcome to MMA Authority, a podcast based in Hong Kong where we discuss the up and coming MMA events. My name is Brent Kotzer. I'm Lucas Kalu. And this is MMA Authority. Enjoy. Welcome. Um, so we have a few events to discuss this week. Obviously, we're going to get to uh, Stipe yeah, and DC's DC. fight, um, but a few other MMA events um, happening in the world of MMA. We have uh, Paige Van Zandt. Paige Van Zandt, actually, she's leaving UFC and, and like going to burn Oakus. Man, what do you think about that? You know, for, for the most uh, beautiful girl on the roster to go and get punched in the face bare knuckle for a living yeah. is pretty depressing. They must have offered her <laughs> some serious money. Yeah, yeah. Like, like according to, to the source, she's making, she's having like a much like millionaire contract, right? So it's like a yeah. million dollars a year. Yeah, million, million dollars for multiple fights and then incentive bonuses if she okay. wins or reaches uh, certain amounts of But views. how many fights for the contract? Not, not sure. I'm guessing it's a five fight deal. Because mm. so I think I'd say two hundred thousand for fights plus the sponsors and everything. Yeah, she's yeah. making. If I'm not wrong, she was making forty plus forty in the UFC. So yeah, that's a huge increase. Yeah, and she 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 said she was making more money on one Instagram yeah, yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you've seen her Instagram, you'll understand why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has over a million dollars, million, Mil- million yeah. followers. Yeah. Yeah, just for you have an idea, guys. Few UFC champions they doesn't have don't have, they don't have. Uh, these kind of yeah. followers, these kind of amount of followers. I think even Henry Cejudo doesn't have that. No. And yeah, Henry Cejudo, double champ, UFC gold medalist, you know, the triple C. So and he doesn't have it. So triple cringe. The triple cringe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so interesting fact, Sean O'Malley yeah. uh, has a million followers. Yeah, uh, over a million followers. Yeah, over yeah, a million yeah. followers. So, so it looks like the way to get paid as a UFC athlete is uh, to, to build a social media game. Yeah, it's all about the character, right? Of he course. speaks with the young public, you know, like he is like young, like good looking guy, he smoke weed, he has a lot of tattoos, he has that thing, he has a charisma, that style that attracts people, especially the, the, the people the people in the US, you know, they would yeah, say that. For yeah. sure. And you, if you want a good podcast, check out his podcast. I think it's called Sugar Hill Podcast. Sugar Hill, yeah. yeah. What does he talk about it? Uh, like weeds and what else? I everything. everything. Just just craziness. I, I've seen he likes to 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 stream a lot of games, right? Yeah, yeah. Games, yeah. yeah, he streams on Twitch quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's very good. He's a good gamer. Okay. Uh, but everyone's getting into that, including some of the fighters on the roster that are way too old to be playing video games. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, what else is happening? Uh, uh, so we have uh, obviously the main events. What do you think about the trilogy? Oh, the trilogy. So let's let's get into the card. Let's yeah, start okay. at the let's, bottom. Yeah, let's, let's get all the card. There's not in the undercard. There's not that much to report back <laughs> many, about. Many, uh, many new faces, many new names. Yeah, it it looks like they're using this uh, time of Corona to breed a lot of young talent. Yeah, exactly. Not only this, and the, the thing is because because of the coronavirus, they are actually burning all the 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 local talents in the u.s yeah i mean because like people cannot go inside the u.s right so they have to use all their like for example they had like kind of ufc kind of has a, like a back you know like a backup list yeah for, with like younger fighters and then now they have, they have to put them to fight so yeah so it's like 
good for UFC, US fighters, but not for not so good maybe for the long term plan for of UFC. Yeah, and I've noticed they're giving a lot of the older guys one last paycheck before sending them off. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, by the way, I have, talking about the the young talents, did you see uh, what's his name? He fought last week. He got the fighting three like one week short notice. And he gave up, you know, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, he quit on the stool. Yeah, I forgot what, I forgot his name. But, you know, like, usually UFC always gives the country, like, two fights, right? Yeah. He was, he was caught. They yeah. cut, they cutting you off, which is like, fuck, you know, like, the guy got the fight. Okay, it wasn't good, like, giving up like that. But anyways, it's his decision. And, but UFC is not giving a second chance for him. Yeah, and I think fair, if he had gone out there and taken punishment, which is not something we want to see. Uh, but if he had gone out there and at least tried, they might have given him a second chance. Yeah. But he went back to the corner and was like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah, but it's like another thing that shows fighters that maybe, okay, everyone wants to fight for UFC, right? But at the same time, it shows to fighters that maybe accepting fights in any kind of circumstance is not that great. You yeah. know, like, well, I think people ready, are desperate right now. Yeah. So uh, pe people are trying to make some money and get paid. Um, yeah, well, I, I disagree with the win show situation yes. that a lot of the younger fighters have yeah. uh for example alistair overeem gets i think six hundred thousand us eight hundred thousand yeah. and it's just one straight fee yeah right win or lose which is why when you see him fight he takes one punch he's like yeah i'm done um <laughs> <Good> point, <laughs> one heavy punch and he's yeah, like yeah, yeah that's good. enough like yeah, yeah, yeah. you got your money's worth um but but some of these younger guys you know they, they get two and a half and two and a half Five thousand doesn't even cover their like manager. No, not really, man. Like, what is actually, the no, no, the 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 shortest, the the smallest person UFC. It's ten plus ten. Ten plus ten. Ten plus ten. Yeah, in the for the Dana White contender series, if I'm not wrong, I think it's five plus five. Five plus five. Five plus five. Yeah. So at the same time, so on top of that, you have the rebook. The, the rebook. Ah, Re uh, that's a re rebook. Yeah. They get two and a half. Uh, yeah, the the two and a half. Man. But I think I'm not wrong. If I'm not wrong, the four for the fight for the for the first for the first to the third fight. So I think now it's five thousand. I'm not sure. Okay. It started at two point five, but now I think it's five. They didn't change for the top fighters, but they changed for the for the for the first. You know, for the for, for the first uh, for the first level. First level. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Well, why don't we why don't we uh, come back to the Reebok deal yeah, because sure, we sure. want to talk about the new Venom deal. Yeah. Let's go back to these fights. Um, so on the undercard, you start off with uh, T.J. Brown versus Danny Chavez. Um, then we go to Herbert yeah. Burns. Her Herbert Burns, which is Gilbert he, Burns. Yeah, he is the Gilbert Burns brothers. Uh, for for people who don't know, Gilbert Burns is supposed to fight with Kamaru Usman very soon for the title. He was yeah. also like a multi times, multiple times, like yeah, BJJ World Champion. Also, Herbert Burns is a, like a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. He used for, he used to fight for one championship. Okay. I actually watched his fights. He like he, he his last. I think it was the last fight he won championship in Macau live. If I'm not wrong, he he yeah. lost. He fought against a, like a tough Russian guy. Okay. I'm not wrong. I'm, I can't I can't remember for sure. Yeah, don't forget to speak in the microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn it if you need to. Okay. Um, okay, and then he's fighting someone who I don't know anything about. Daniel Pineda. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of tattoos. Uh, looks very good, but I kind of feel like they're setting Herbert Burns up for. Yeah. An easy win. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes um, sense. Yeah. He's coming for like a good knockout. So. And then we have Felice Herring still doing it. Yeah. Versus someone called Werner. Is a Brazilian? 
Yeah. I guess. Genberoba. The, the name is not Brazilian, but yeah. But by the by the shirt, she looks she, she might be Brazilian. Yeah. The yellow one. Okay. So so I'm I, just based on the fact that Felice Herring's been in the game for so long, I'm gonna give her the win. Yeah. 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 It's hard to tell. <laughs> hard to tell. <laughs> Chris uh, Dalkus, two, two, two new guys in yeah. UFC. Two completely new guys. Don't even have pictures loaded on the website. Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, should yeah. tell you uh, the UFC is not putting a lot of marketing behind them. Ashley. Ashley Yoda Lina versus Sousa. Lavinia Sosa. Uh, my money there is on the Brazilian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> born fighters. Jim uh, Miller. Jim Miller still man, doing it. The guy's just, just fighting forever, man. Such a tough guy, man. He is, he is good. I remember like... Back in the days, he was in a win streak, like a seven or eight win streak, and he didn't fight for the title. I remember he fought uh, the Australian guy. What's his name? Fuck. Good Hooker? Boxer. Hooker? No, no, no. Long time ago. Uh, good boxer, man. Fuck. So, so Chiripolos. So Chiripolos, remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he got knocked down. He got knocked. Fuck, man. He was coming in a win streak. Like, he was basically... He should fight for the title, but basically UFC, I, I don't know. It looks like UFC, looked like UFC was not trying to give him the title shot. And they're like just putting another guy, another guy, another guy. And then at some point he lost. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, a, like one of the best, uh, I would say the best employees of UFC for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think he earns that much for someone who's been at the organization so long and so dedicated. He's um, making 100000 plus 100000 It's not bad. I mean... That's not yeah, bad, but... Connor's had less fights than he has, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's making, yeah, he's, he's making about 140, 140 plus two fifty. Let's say two fifty thousand. Yeah. No, it's not bad. Okay, and he's taking on someone by the name of Vince Pichel. Yeah, um, who looks like a veteran. Looks like they've possibly bought him in uh, specifically for this fight. Um, my money's always on Jim Miller. Rugged, yeah. very much like a Dan Henderson type of fighter where. He throws bombs and uh, is tough as nails. Yeah, yeah. Marco Mez. <laughs> then One you more. Then you have. City guys. Yeah. You have Magomed um, Ankalaev versus Aeon Kutalaba. It's like funny that they're like putting so much unknown names, right? In a, such a, I mean, in theory, big cards, a pay per view one. They're, re they're like really putting, they're batting like hard on the pay on the main event you know they're yeah they think it's gonna be it's it's like it's worth paying the hundred dollars pay-per-view yeah. so. and I, I think it's worth noting too that um the parents organization of ufc is um really struggling you know they 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 rely on live events in order to make money so for the ufc having to pay Stipe a lot, having to pay dc a lot yeah um sean o'malley is not cheap either um so I'm guessing that they're they're building it up with cheaper fighters in order to to profit off the main event, make as much profit as possible. Mm -hmm. I think if this was a live event, you would have DC Stipe, you you know, DeSantos gets paid well, Rosenstruck not as well as DeSantos, but um, if it was a live event, you would have a lot lot more high profile fighters. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and I sense. guess if you look at the last, they've had five cards in the last you know five weeks, six yeah, weeks yeah, or yeah. something, so. They're but running out of talent in America. <laughs> yeah. But you know that reason that they're, they're doing oh, all those sh all those yeah. shows, right? Yeah. Uh, if they don't, uh, if they don't have like all the events in a year, they'll not get the money from ESPN. Yeah. So that's the main reason for doing all that. Yeah, and you can't blame them. You yeah. can just take that off. 
and then you'll have more space to. Okay. Yeah, there we are. Um, yeah, and then you have uh, John Dobson, who I'd have forgot was even fighting for the UFC. Um, <laughs> I thought he had moved on. Um, versus Mirab Davashvili. Crazy how heavy don't John Dobson punched, man. Yeah. The guy's a flyweight, and he punched like a. Has how many knockouts does he has? Like I'm not. He has sure. many knockouts, man. Yeah, uh, yeah talent, um, pure talent. Yeah, but pure uh, talent. he beats TJ Dillashaw, man. Yeah, very much a journeyman, though. Yeah, you know, yeah, back, yeah, back yeah, end yeah, of his yeah, career. Yeah, 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 yeah true. Um, Brendan Sharp and the fighter as a kid. Is he fighting for as a as a bantamweight or flyweight? Bantam this is bantamweight, bantamweight. Yeah, and these these weight classes, these weight class at the same, and the lightweights right now they have so many talents like crazy. Yeah. And um, you know, as he gets older, that trying to make flyweight is going to be difficult. It's going to be different, right? Yeah, like sure, it, the, sure. that weight yeah. cut must be a killer. Yeah. Avoiding good food when you've been working so hard your whole life yeah, is yeah, yeah, difficult. Yeah. And then we move on to the fun. Okay. JDS versus Rosenstruck. Uh, yeah. Well, so let, let's. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lucas is actually my MMA coach, um, <laughs> but we don't judge him for my ability. Uh, I'm just lazy. Um, but Lucas is also a professional fighter. So uh, if anyone knows what's going to happen in these events, it's probably Lucas. So Lucas, <laughs> break it down, buddy. Okay, we have GD, uh, GD, uh, Junior Dos Santos against Jairzinho. Man, if I analyze like about the past... Junior Dusan is like probably like the favorite, but he's the last couple of years it's not been good for him. You know, like he has he has so much damage. You know, like yeah. he keeps doing the same mistake that is walking against the fence, putting himself in dangers. And like he has, if you don't know, guys, Junior Dos Santos he is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. But I think we can count. In, I can count on my hands how many takedowns he got in UFC. So. Basically, the the, the jiu-jitsu and the wrestling doesn't doesn't exist. You know, we can forget about that. He's not gonna try for sure. So basically, it's gonna be a striking match. In the other side, you have Jaizinho. Jaizinho used to fight kickboxing professionally. He is really good, and you have two heavyweights. Okay, anything can happen. Two heavyweights. I would say Judo Santos has the best hands. Jaizinho can combine maybe better, but it's a heavyweight who has a better chin today. So, so I would give to to Jaizinho. So, anyways, man, this is a tough one, tough one. So, so you say Rosenstruck's gonna win this? Uh, I don't know. You do realize you're Brazilian, <laughs> and JDS is a Brazilian. <laughs> no, no Patrick's about that. I'm I just analyzing the fight. But, I anyways, it's you know Jaizinho is a, is a, is a, is a Brazilian name. I really want to know if he has like some Portuguese. Anyways, maybe. Yeah. So, so, so something to note about that fight. Uh, Rosenstruck's looking the best he's ever done physically. Okay. But uh, I don't know if you saw this week, JDS posted a picture on his Instagram. Did you see that, right? He is looking, I just got this picture here. He is looking more ripped than he's ever been, even when he was on steroids. So look, yeah. <laughs> but look, two things about that. That's a very good point. First point, Jun uh, Junior Dos Santos' best performance was where when he was fighting around 100 and 10 kgs 108 107 he was much lighter and then he moved up he was like, like last couple of fights he was about 115 kgs so just leave it <laughs> so so yeah so now he is lighter but how did he get so he's back to that weight right but then yeah. how did he do that 
He has been doing a high fat, low carb diet. Okay. Okay. Which with, I really don't, I mean, if you're a fighter, like a professional fighter, that carbs is like super important for many, many, many different reasons. Yeah. I don't see it as a positive thing. You know, like there, this is a huge discussion. But with my knowledge, I don't see this as a good thing. It can work for him. Maybe he's going to have the best performance of his life. Nobody. Let's see. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't see it as a good thing. But the good thing, the good, the, for sure, the good fact is because he's lighter. Yeah. So it's good for his footwork, especially he's fighting against another striker. Really good. So anyways, it's going to be a good match. Yeah. So, so my view is that I think um, if Rosenstruck wins, it's going to be a, a lucky knockout. I'm, Junior DeSantos is taking a lot of shots to the face particularly in uh, his fi second fight against Ken Velasquez. Um, oh, and since then, he, 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 if he gets hit, he normally shies away from it. Uh, same thing as Alistair Overeem, done a lot. Now he's just cashing in checks. Yeah. But uh, I think he wants to make one more run for the title. So I'm, I think he will win this fight. I think just based on boxing skill alone. Um, but I hope we see the JDS that beat K in the first time, the JDS that was sponsored by Nike, mm. the JDS yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that good. made the heavyweight division fun again. How is the odds about this fight? Uh, Dos Santos against Jairzinho. For me, like like analyze everything, I see this fight as a, like a 50-50. I want to see oh, the odds. With, yeah. with big heavyweights that can both yeah. box, it's always 50-50. Yeah. I, I guess I, I bet someone will, will fall, you know? Yeah, like yeah. someone will go down. My man, Dos Santos have been fighting for like such a long time and he has so many, had so, he had so many wars, man. Look, the first fight against Velasquez, he got the KO very quickly. Yeah. The second and the third fight, man. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Velasquez like took his soul, man. You know, yeah. like, and then he got knocked down by, by uh, many people. You know, like uh, the the one against, sorry, Derek. Uh, no, 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 not Derek Lewis. Uh, Overeem, fuck. Oh, you know, yeah. like so many, so many knockdowns. It's like it's tough for him. So let's have a look at his. Let's have a look at his record. So, um, he. He has 20, Dos Santos has 21, 21 wins, seven, seven losses. Jairzinho has 10 wins and one loss. Yeah. I, I think the difference is um, JDS, even in his wins, takes punches. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so even with seven wins, other than the Ken Velasquez one, and Kane for the first 30 seconds of that fight was, was piecing him up. Um, and then he, he landed a great punch and, and dropped Kane. But yeah. Uh, True. But but in most of his fights, it's a fight. It's not just it's, it's not fight, Francis yeah. Nagano. It's the type. He is the type of fighter, super good offensively, but like his defensive is very is not good. You know, like his footwork, he moves well, especially for heavyweights. He moves very quick, but the, his problem is like just put himself against the fence all the time. So okay, it so really depends. I mean, you say Rosenstruck, I, I say DeSantos. Um, uh, I'm, I'm more Brazilian than you. I'm 50 50 <laughs> for this one. It's, it's the type of fight I'm, I wouldn't be surprised with any kind of result. Yeah. Uh, okay, I would be surprised if somebody finished, you know, like, uh, like a submission or something like that. But J JDS, <laughs> JDS's ground game is. He's, he's not a, a wrestler, belt. but he's a black belt. He's right? a black yeah. belt in BJJ, but he never have never used it. You know, like you know, there are black belts and black belts. He is, yeah. you know. But anyways, he started in BJJ. Actually, people don't know, but he actually started in BJJ. He moved to. He started to train boxing when he was already like purple belt. If I'm not oh, wrong. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So next fight is Sean O'Malley versus Marlon Vera. Marlon Vera, a veteran of the game, yeah. um, 
versus Sean O'Malley, young upcoming lion. So Sean O'Malley dyed his hair, I think the Puerto Rican flag, ah, okay. uh, the same colors uh, as Marlon Vera's home country's flag. Mm. And he did it to try to get under his skin. Um, so look out for his white, um, red and blue hair. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. On the weekend. Definitely the, 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 maybe the toughest fight for Sean O'Malley. Yeah. If you see, oh, but he just fought uh, Weidman, right? Yeah. Uh, Eddie, Eddie Weidman. Eddie, yeah, 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 like who, who, who fought for the title in the past. Yeah. But he's not, he's not in his prime anymore. He's already yeah. going down, actually. And he, he lost that fight, but, they, but O'Malley seems to says it was close. You should have won. But uh, Vera, if he had won that fight, would have been ranked 10 in the UFC rankings. And, uh, Which fight? I'm sorry. Uh, Marlon Vera's last fight. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So to be honest with you, that's I. I don't see this as a good, as a good thing. You know, like it's good for O'Malley because he just fought and he's fighting again. But I don't see it as a good thing. The guy's coming from defeats, and then he's fighting Sean O'Malley, which is the the the, well, the Sean, new the new prospect of the game. So you know? Sean O'Malley is, uh, I think, ranked fifteenth or fourteenth, mm. and Vera's ranked eleventh. Mm. So I think this is the best test for him. I think if anyone's going to challenge him, someone who's seen it, seen it all. Yeah, Marlon Vera. Um, I still think Sean O'Malley wins. Yeah, me um, too. But I think he takes more punishment than he's anticipating. It's like Sean O'Malley has a great future, and of course UFC wants to protect him. I would say that. Yeah. And if you see O'Malley is a striker, super big for the width for the division. He is like. 181 and 180 and he has like he's reaches 183 in the other side you have a guy of 170 and like a reach like the reach is not that not that yeah. different but like the size is, is is different you know the frame the, the yeah the tall the height so it's a type of the it's a type of so, fight yeah. super good for Omali. you know like yeah. he moved the way that he moves his footwork his striking ability so i really see O'Malley winning this one yeah yeah three inch reach advantage um Fighting in the United States, O'Malley's twelve and zero. Uh, Barry is fifteen, six and one. That's a good point to talk about. O'Malley is twelve and zero pro. People don't know, but O'Malley fought as amateur, and like many amateur fights, same same as in Brazil and the U.S. I would say the rest of the world not really, but in Brazil and the U.S. a uh, few years and two few years ago, amateur fights were like. They're not amateurs, actually. Like people say, I, I don't even know how do they say how they organize. Oh, this is amateur. This is pro. So O'Malley fought and he was knocked down. He lost. He yeah. lost as amateur. But if you watch the events, it's like, why? Did, why is this amateur? You know, it really looks like a pro. Yeah, I, I think these days you can't escape the fact that pros and amateurs are just paying, getting paid different. That's all it comes down to. Like maybe there's yeah. so many local scenes, whereas before professionals while they were becoming amateur would just go fight outside bars and you know yeah, it's, whereas it's, now there's there's mma gyms hosting fights constantly so even though your professional record might be 12 and zero you've probably had 40 fights yeah right yeah true another guy that is like under, talking about that another guy that's undefeated that people don't know but paulo borrachin the brazilian who was supposed to fight against adesanya next in october oh, okay. for the title right so he's they're going to fight but actually Bohashin was part of the The Ultimate Fighter Brazil. Okay. And he lost in the same finals. The Ultimate Fighter Brazil won Chelsea when he was a coach. Ah, People when he they, fought Vandalay. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They had a they had a brawl. Like, brawl, yeah, yeah, outside brawl, the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So funny. But anyways, he was there. He was very young and he lost in the same finals. To, uh, he's, he, he lost to Lioro. Lioro, not the Lioro Machido, but another Lioro that used to fight okay. in Brazil. 
So yeah, anyway, so he is undefeated in, th- in theory, you in know theory, what I'm saying? In theory, but yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't know what it's like to lose. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's hard. It's, MMA is a tough sport. Too many, too many variations, too many things to think about. It's yeah. really tough to be undefeated for So for let's, do, let's do a two-minute breakdown of this main fight. Stipe versus DC. Um, Stipe's record is 19-3. and three. DC's record is 12-2 and two with one no contest, which I believe the no contest was when Jones well, tested positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so, anyway, so technically lost. three losses losses on on their names uh dc lightweight and heavyweight champion strike force strike heavyweight champion champion. yeah um the most winning uh heavyweight in the ufc history resume he's stipe has the definitely the best heavyweight resume for sure yeah um stipe gives away a two and a half inch reach advantage to dc Mm -hmm. uh sorry uh leg reach advantage to dc so um you know th- that plays a huge part. Stipe, however, has a seven and a half inch reach advantage stand up. Yeah, that's but that's a lot. But I it's mean, it's a lot. But Jones has Jones had like ten or something. Yeah, it's like DC. If you see DC, man, I'm bigger. I'm not bigger, yeah. but I was, I'm taller and I'm much lower than DC. And I'm yeah. fights as one fifty five. You know, DC is so a middleweight's height. Well, even smaller. He's, no, he's like a I said, I'm, I'm a lightweight, man. I'm a lightweight. lightweight and, I, height. Yeah, and, I fight, and I'm taller than him, like longer than him. So DC and I are the same height, 5'11". Yeah, 5'11". Yeah, right, yeah. I'm 6'0". So yeah, so yeah. anyways, but it, he he had been doing wrestling. So the thing is, he really believes on it. Like he, DC's wrestling, DC's grappling yeah. is just in another level. Uh, so he really believes on his on his ground game, I would say, he's grappling, so he really doesn't care about being taken down or anything. And, like, he also wants to use the wrestling, so he steps forward all the time. Yeah. So he developed, like, a game plan, like a, like a fighting style, completely focused on, on him, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like he he's not trying to fight in the long range. It's just going to step him, you know? Like, he steps in with that kind of head movement. He throws the jab, like, leaning, leaning siders, you know, it's like he really adapted the game for himself, Yeah, which is great. And I, I think he's got, uh, DC has the the best training partners in the world. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're Rockhold, Ken Velasquez, Khabib when he's available, like, just phenomenal, phenomenal guys out of there. One thing to highlight, though, is that I think DC's Bushish paid... as well, Bushish, oh, yeah, well, yeah, of course. Um, but I think DC's paid off someone... Uh, at the UFC because they've got his weight listed as 205. I don't think DC's ever been 205. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so Stipe's no, weight is 240. DC is no, 205. I, I, just because he used to fight 205, remember? He was fighting Jones at 205. Yeah. But that's not his official weight. No, we know it. He's he's 260, he, cutting to he 240. He's fat as fuck now, man. He's, <laughs> he's fatter, you know? Like, he, 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 was, he said that he was... He just uh, came back for training when they announced the fight, right? Yeah, yeah, not for training sure. at all. So, so uh, gun to your head, who wins this one? DC. I have Stipe. You have Stipe, I have Stipe. I, I, I'll tell you why I have Stipe is because Daniel's already got one foot out the door, and that's never a good thing. <laughs> so this is like like a lucky thing for you, you mean? No, I, I think that Stipe is 100% committed. And I think DC is going, this is my last fight. I, I just got to do oh, one okay, more okay, thing. Okay, 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 and, okay. and I believe DC wants it, but there's a mentality thing about stepping out. And I think it's going to be probably one of the best fights of the year. He's already thinking about it too much, right? Yeah, He's not, yeah. I see. I, I, I agree with that. He had been talking too much about that, which he shouldn't. Yeah. His focus should be 
completely on his opponent and then afterwards you should start like talking about it but okay i'm analyzing fighting right yeah yeah the fight the first we have we had two fights the first fight dc won gracefully in the first round okay oh but it was a tko is a ko in the first round okay he won and then we had the second fight the second fight steve miocic won in the fourth round by ticket by ko by tko but if we analyze the fight until that round man he was being beat up yeah the first round if you analyze that was a 10-8 you can give a 10-8 dc and we have the second and the third round the second round another clear round yeah so like so well, that's I when the tide change was in the third round yeah the third round like the first three minutes i was the first half of the third round this he was winning and then when miocic started to adapt the game he saw the body shots and then he started to grow but the thing is so I, i've seen some people saying dc got tired which I'm not really sure. I just oh, think he got he, hit in the stomach really yeah, hard yeah. multiple times. No, 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 before the, 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 the punch, you know, like yeah. to the stomach. So like people saying he was slowing down. But actually, I really believe in what he said. He said to Ariel Hawani, he said he got, he beat him so bad. He kind of got, not lazy, but he got too comfortable. Yeah, he, he got cocky. He got cocky. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. word, you know. Yeah. You could see the fights. He was really dominating the yeah, fight. Yeah, keeping his hands down by yeah. his waist. He fights like me. <laughs> Youth. It's like, like he, he just, he didn't. He was too comfortable, but you cannot be yeah. comfortable against a guy like Steve Miocic. Like, we cannot. Okay. No. Well, he, you know, John Jones did a similar thing to him where John Jones went in very confident and in the later rounds had his hands down, was messing with him. And then um, he tried to do the same thing where he was like, I'm going to drop my hands. I'm getting confident. I know I've won this. And Steve hit him with two or three good punches and it changed the yeah, match yeah, like that so yeah so i think it's going to be interesting both of them are clearly showed they're they're capable of making adjustments yeah um i think if it's in the first two rounds i think steve has got it i think if it's in the latter rounds i think dc's got it just based on uh dc taking him down repeatedly holding him against the cage making him making him feel his weight mm -hmm. and uh eventually i think uh dc submits steeper in the later rounds you, okay, so you gave me, you just said you, you no, no, I said first two rounds, ah, steeper. Okay, later rounds, submission, Cormier. Uh, I think Cormier puts him on his ass and then gets uh, some kind bite. of choke. I take that, but okay, we're done. <laughs> no, you, but you I, think DC is gonna win? No, I, I think he's gonna decision? win. I just, I just don't think he's gonna submit him, but uh, uh, I to be honest, I, I just see DC as the better. Even well, striker. all rounded, yeah. All, I think I just see DC as a better fighting all, all aspect. You know, like not not taking the credit off. Yeah, Steve Miocic is an unbelievable fighter. Like really, it's like I remember the first the first time I, I saw Steve fighting, I was impressed because usually the heavyweights they don't move that well, yeah. and the footwork, the coordination is not the same, right? Mm. And I, when I saw him, I was like, "Fuck, is this guy like a really heavyweight?" I was really impressed. But anyways, in the other side, he has one of we can say one of the greatest yeah. you know like so the guy made, oh yeah whoever like, wins this is the greatest heavyweight ever yeah that's the thing you know like that's a super good question because Stipe beats basically everyone yeah and who the people that the, in, in the other side who also have dc who beats everyone they oh man dc only lost to jones so in jones we if we say like a greatest fighter yeah. maybe jones is, is there on top so so interesting fact dc has the same reach 
and height as Sean O'Malley. <laughs> <laughs> and he's fighting his fat, uh, uh, bantamweight, Bantam 61 yeah. kgs, 135. So that yeah. should tell you, the, the fact that DC's achieved so much, he's amazing. And I love the fact that he used to be hated by everyone. And he, he was such a nice guy during yeah, the whole, like, yeah, John yeah, Jones yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. that, like, nah, everybody loves him, yeah, you know? and yeah. um, he's, he's such a good character. Yeah, there's yeah. talk about him being the future uh, CEO of um, Replacing UFC one day. Yeah, and which would be great. He has the charisma, you know, people love, everyone loves him. And yeah. He he's do, have been doing a great job as a commentator, like, not only in the live events, but also with Ariel Hawani. Like, yeah. It's great. Yeah, he's he, brilliant. He has the charisma, you know? Like, if you, there is even like a, guys, check it out, check it out, check this out. There is even like a, like a documentary on YouTube, I Am The Bay. Have you heard about it? I have heard about that. Ah, man, it's uh, super good. Guys, you can check, AKA Thailand, uh, sorry, AKA in San Jose, the original one, uh, and see how it works, you know? Like, see, the training and but you're gonna see dc every day you know you're gonna see his really personality man yeah. he, he he reminds me of a of a um happy bear yeah. like yogi bear yeah, right yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, so yeah. he's so happy and such a nice guy always joking at the same time he's so competitive yeah. like a, like he is the real captain of the team but at the same time he's so funny you know like yeah he has he had that he has that you know yeah. like it's good it's nice to see yeah um and uh yeah he also is in charge of the ufc fighter rankings for the new video game that comes out in oh, about really? six hours yeah Okay, but is that the rankings you mean when they... So, like, he judges the ability. So, like, four ah, and a half stars. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I don't, just don't understand. Okay, you can give, you can you can say anything about Conor, but you cannot talk about his striking. Yeah. Conor's striking is not five stars. What the fuck? No. But... His left, he's just one punch. His no, left, no, is, no, his no, left no, hand's no. power no, is no, five my stars. Friends, no, my friends, I wouldn't say, don't say power. It. No, it's like his skills are there. Yeah, corner is definitely five stars. Yeah, in strike, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying like there are many aspects, but the, I didn't like that. He's like, not a five star. I think he's only four and a half stars. Four and a half stars. Yeah. yeah, which is fair because uh, he's terrible on the ground. No, no, but I mean, <laughs> he, he has a four and a half, four and a half only on striking. Uh, I'm not saying the overall, uh, okay. the overall on striking. He's not five stars. That's the thing that oh, I was wow. like, no, that doesn't make sense. Uh, like, I'd is five stars, for yeah. example. So, so D DC's gone through everyone, and he said he's gonna keep. He's responsible for updating it. So, if if Sean O'Malley, who's never been taken down in a fight, if he gets taken down and submits someone, he will go from three and a half stars to maybe four stars. Oh, okay. So, so he says his job is to keep watching everything. And then adjust as they do better, mm. right? So maybe corners. Connor, if you can uh, wrestle Khabib, uh, <laughs> maybe because <laughs> maybe I remember that overhand that he, he received from Khabib, maybe that's why he lost it. Yeah, star. defense, yeah, yeah, poor yeah. defense, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so uh, those are those are our current events. There's one other current event that uh, I've kept as a surprise for Lucas. Okay, because uh, this is quite close to home. This happened in Hong Kong where we are. Okay. Um, and I thought Lucas might might find this funny, but also frustrating. Um, so I'll read it to you. MMA fraudster arrested for indecent assault over fake film auditions. So there's this Chinese guy out of Sha Tin who advertised online that he's a MMA star and that he's making an MMA film in Hong Kong. And he basically uh, got a bunch of wannabe actresses 
and uh, was doing all sorts of moves on them. There's some photos. Not one of them looks like an MMA move. Um, basically, three people came forward and said he was inappropriately touching them and fondling them and stuff. Uh, and this is in Sha Tin. Um, so <laughs> when the police arrested him, oh, so the youngest woman, four women, the youngest woman was 17 and the oldest woman was 52. Okay. Um, and this happened two months ago. But the funniest part about this is that when the police arrested him, he said he was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> specialist. <laughs> And the police asked him to demonstrate a move and he didn't know how. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I thought I'd bring that up because it's quite funny. But also, if you're going to need an MMA coach, make sure you're going to a reputable gym, someone who's done it, someone who's been in the cage, someone who has experience, someone um, like Lucas, someone at any of the gyms in Hong Kong um, or more qualified than just some random you meet on the internet. Yeah, um, that's that's so you know like <laughs> I mean especially Hong Kong like a place that had doesn't you know like don't have too many guys here right so when yeah. you see something like that it's just insane. Yeah, and, and the pictures are hilarious for those of you that uh, yeah, you, you yeah. can see it on Coconuts Hong Kong page, but um, basically there's one where he's holding her as if is they're dancing. A that's a that's a girl and no, a guy. No, I mean, but is this a girl in the left one? Yeah. yeah. So so. <laughs> so the second picture is him holding her That's like ragdoll. The understand. third picture, he is cradling her. Yeah, feet, like, feet around her, oh, arms around her, and the girl's just this standing girl looks there. So skinny. How can she hold him? You know, like can she handle? You know, like fuck, she's strong. Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. Please, uh, ladies. Um, but please, girls, if you want to do jujitsu, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any of the gyms in Hong Kong, if someone but takes you to a park with a small yeah, camera, no. handheld camera, and is touching you inappropriately, that is not jujitsu. Especially jujitsu, guys. There's so much <laughs> context, you know. Like, so be careful. Be, please be careful. Yeah. And le- but look, what happened to the guy? Uh, arrested. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. On bail, going to jail. Uh, four four people come forward, and apparently there's a lot more. Mm. Um, and they've actually listed a number at the bottom. Um, if you have any information. Three double six one two seven five five, and that is the Shartan District Criminal Investigation Unit. So if you know about this, if this has affected you, please. We've been joking about it, but it is quite serious. No, yeah, please. If you if you are a victim of this guy, call the police. Let them know because um, this is shocking, and it makes the whole community of MMA um, and jujitsu sounds bad. Look yeah, bad. No, yeah. please, please, guys, uh, please be very careful when you go to any gym, any gym. Yeah. Like search about the coach search about uh, their like where they come from like which scene they come from their coach that's super important that's yeah. really really important don't like take it serious you know like as like real professionals yeah for sure and uh, the last thing just to touch over quickly that we spoke a bit about before is Venom is the new UFC kit sponsor yeah I really wanna I wanna see how this is gonna run like how gonna how's gonna happen you know like yeah um, let's see so so previously the UFC signed with Reebok in 2014 for $70 million US dollars uh, to provide fight night kit and fight gear. Um, the young, the minimum wage w- went up from 2500 okay, to 3500 yeah. yeah. And then um, champions only get 40000 which is which is nothing. Man. Considering uh, Monster Energy alone pays I can pays tell you that. right now, I was in Brazil at that time when, when Anderson fought 
Chael Sonny. Mm. One space of his shorts at that time, Reebok wasn't there, right? I yeah. think it was Bozano. I remember because 90, 90 guys, for those who don't know, you know Ronaldo, right? Ronaldo, yeah. yeah, the Brazilian soccer player, the famous one. He has like an agent, and, and then in the agents, it's called nine. And nine was like managing Anderson Silva. Yeah. And I remember at that time for that fight, the second fight against Chilson in the second or the first, each sponsor, each sponsor was paying 500,000. Yeah. 500,000 AIs. At that time, this was about like 250,000 US. Just one spot. Yeah. You yeah. Know, one, each spot. So he's making, imagine a guy like him making 40,000. Well, Bren That's Brendan Sharp, who was an average heavyweight, Sorry, Brendan. Um, <laughs> but he knows <laughs> he was an average heavyweight and uh, he was making 100 grand a fight from sponsors, which is why once they bought the Reebok de deal in, he was like, it's not worth it anymore. Because yeah. they offered him five grand or something. He's like, what's the point? Yeah. You know? But uh, interesting, Reebok st will still stay on as the shoe sponsor because Venom is not making shoes for UFC. But I, it's, but I think he's. Just for a while, no? I think it's because they have a deal for one more year or something. Well, Ve Venom don't make shoes. They're not producing shoes at the moment. Mm. They do wrestling shoes and things like that, but they don't make uh, trainers. So Reebok's staying, Reebok staying on indefinitely. I'm guessing it was more a deal of, okay, we'll just give you free shoes. I mean, yeah, it makes you sense. Know? I don't, but I don't see Reebok even like, even for the shoes staying for too long, to be honest. No, no, yeah. there's no money in it. Yeah. Um, and the athletes all have their own private sponsors. George yeah, St. Pierre yeah, yeah, is sponsored yeah. by Under Armour. Under Armour, you know? yeah. This is a big fight between him and, and UFC to try to, you know, like to accord in a, yeah. in a big number, right? And, and I think, I think he's got more chance of coming back now because I don't think Under Armour and uh, Venom are competing. I think. True. I, true, I, I true, think true. Reebok and Under Armour, obviously, no. Same brand, basically. If you see, uh, like for, for people who don't know about Venom, Venom was a brand created by a brazilian guy with a partnership with a french guy yeah and it since beginning it was completely focused on mma not even fighting it was mma yeah with the time it they started to sponsor like boxing now it's pretty big you you have even like lomachenko and few other guys is sponsored by veno but Venom was completely focused in mma so their products are great really good i remember when venu 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 came up for the first time, first time I saw Venom, like some, I had some students asking me, Lucas, what about these brands? Is it, is it a good brand? And I didn't know. Yeah. And in Brazil at that time, we're, we're not used to buy, for example, if you, if you could afford, we're not used to buy like national products uh, because the, 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 the products coming from the US were much better, right? Yeah. So we're not recommending people to buy the nationals one. But I, when I remember when I first got the Venom gloves or maybe the, web, the, the, the board shorts, the shorts, it was really good. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, that's 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 for you. And Venom is just getting better and better. Their products are really good. I'm excited like about how the fighters will look like, about the, the, the clothes, the, the training the gloves, gear. the training gears. The, yeah. I'm really I'm really I'm really excited actually about the gloves, you know, because UFC fighters have so many injuries, not only on fighting, actually fighting is let's say is like 20, 30%, but like during training. Yeah. Like we all the UFC fighters, I can talk about myself, I've never bought anything about from Reebok besides the shirt. No. I mean, or maybe CrossFit stuff. Like not nothing related to MMA. Yeah. It, it's it's a casual training brand. It's not yeah, an MMA yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I think overall it's good. Apparently the athletes are gonna earn more. Um, I don't understand how because the deal isn't as much. I think 
the UFC thought they were going to be getting a lot more, but because of Corona, because of uh, yeah. the, the current marketplace, they were desperate and took a shorter deal. So uh, what I heard is like, uh, apparently Nike, Venu and Under Armour was competing yeah. to see to, to be the new one. Uh, for the fighters, of course, the best one was the one that were paying the most. Yeah. But I think the corona, when the coronavirus came, maybe Nike and Under Armour, especially Nike, because they're too big, right? Maybe even Nike is even bigger than UFC. So they just they probably just said, okay, we're not going to pay these amounts anymore. Yeah. And at the same time, not only this, Nike is like like we just talked, Nike is too big. Mm. So they don't have they don't need UFC. They no. don't have to. They're not gonna like focus directly in UFC. Well, Nike can sponsor Max Holloway or Conor McGregor by themselves. By themselves. Pay yeah, them yeah. twenty million, and cheaper they, than seventy million, and that and will bring the, more eyes. Because yeah. because totally. no one follows Conor McGregor to see him post a picture of him in his fight gear at the UFC. No one cares. Yeah. True. Right. People follow Conor McGregor because of the character, because he's always in flash cars, because he's you know he's always talking or doing something. He's always dressed well. Yeah. So. Th- People follow him for that. He's not wearing his UFC Reebok gear on the outside. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure there's nothing in the contract that stops them in their casual free time because they're not employees of the company. Remember, Dana White says maybe, that they're maybe, contracted. Maybe, maybe, maybe Connor, only Connor, because he has like a... a it like all a depends on their deal. Annual yeah. deal, yeah. He has a, like a deal annually. You know, like I think, yeah. I think if I'm not wrong, he's making $5 million per from Reebok per yeah. year. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's nothing compared to LeBron James or these yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, but anyways, uh, so they had these three companies competing to be in UFC, and like like we just thought, like we just said, Nike is too big. Yeah, they're not really. It's com- not going to increase their their market enough to make it worth it. Yeah, and there are more, not as big as Nike, but also very big, and they don't have anything specific for MMA. Mm-hmm. They just have GSP for a long time. Well, so so so, um, Under Armour is having a huge push into golf. Mm-hmm. And a huge push into lifestyle athletics. So they're they're basically bridging the gap between Nike and like Lululemon, oh, right? So, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. the gap. That's the market price. And I own a lot of this stuff. You're wearing an Under Armour shirt now. <laughs> it is good. I like it. I like um, it. I like it, it is it is great quality, and it lasts a lot lot longer. So, um, you know, all for it. But I don't think that's their focus. You that's know? the thing. Yeah. So what I was about to say, like. Me as a fighter, for example, and as a person who cared for the fighters, mm. I would like to see the biggest company, the paying, the company that is paying the most. Yeah, I don't think Venu can pay same as Under Armour and Nike. Yeah, but for example, if they're paying the same, Venu has one advantage: that this deal is basically everything for Venu, because Venu won like when UFC contract came. Venu Venu had few fighters before the Reebok deal. Yeah, but. When Reebok deal came, Venom stopped sponsoring many fighters. I remember I was in Brazil. Uh, Jose Aldo was one of the main yeah. fighters of Venom, and they kept Jose Aldo. Only the the only fighter that they kept was Jose Aldo. They kept, but only after one year they said, "Oh, it's not worth it anymore." Yeah. And I was expecting Venom like shut down. I, I was not expecting they survive, but they survived. They started to focus on like not only the MMA but in boxing, like sponsoring many fighters and like making their gear even better, yeah. more quality, more quality, and they grow. You know, like they're yeah. even better now. So well, they're all in. They're in a partnership in, with yeah, UFC. Reebok yeah. wasn't a partnership, right? Reebok was the UFC demanding fight gear, and that's as far as it went. Their designers yeah. were terrible. 
Venom needs this to work. Venom, needs Venom is work. all in. This yeah. is this is Venom's final hand, and they're either gonna succeed in this or they're gonna fail miserably. Yeah, man, it's like uh, I saw. Uh, uh, when you think about boxing, what's the first branch that comes to your mind? Oh, Everlast. That's the thing. Yeah. And Venom has the chance now. UFC yeah. is a young sport. Yeah. And they'll have the chance. We we don't do have do. We don't have how long it's gonna be the contract. Do we have no? Uh, they didn't. Not they have sure, but it yeah. kicks off in twenty twenty one. That's all they've said. Yeah, I don't think it's in because UFC is a listed company now. It's owned by a listed company. Mm. For them to re release figures might be detrimental because ah. it, 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 if it's less than seventy million, which they got in two thousand fourteen, no, but they, are, they have said already it's less than seventy yeah, million. So, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So, so like, if it's forty million. I don't see. It just means the company's doing so it's badly bad, yeah, because yeah, yeah. because in 2014, you know, was 70 six, million was worth a lot of yeah. money. Now, if they're getting 40, 50, 60 million, they should be getting at least 100. Yeah, yeah, they should be getting and over 100. Yeah, you know? over at least, and especially now with ESPN on ESPN, yeah. man, it's gonna be a such. A, and for fighters, I mean, in terms of safety and training, and it's it, like it's much better. No, yeah. not even close, but. We need to see how much fighters we got paid. Yeah, for sure. That's the thing that I don't understand. Like, <laughs> because even UFC said it's gonna be less than the seventy millions, but the fighters we got, how they did? Which words did they use? I see, like, like they use like a some a, a like percent. A, it's like a significant significant. Yeah, yeah like increase, increase yeah. on their salary. But so something how? to remember is, I'm guessing it's a lump sum of say twenty million. And the rest goes to fighters, um, whereas maybe the Reebok lump sum was more, but the fighters got less. Because mm. the UFC now, because of their ESPN deal, they get the same amounts of money if no one sells tickets, yeah, no yeah, one yeah, buys yeah. pay per views, yeah, or everyone yeah, buys. Yeah. So they like, have a guarantee of five hundred, like if I'm five hundred thousand. That's right. huge, bro. It's yeah, huge. Yeah, so that's huge. It's like Conor fighting every time. Yeah. So, so how they got that, I don't understand. Like the whoever made that deal. Um, must have been desperate for content, um, but to if the USC has got that every time, then they don't need to worry about thirty million, you know, forty yeah. million. It's nothing to them. Maybe yeah. Maybe now they're really giving the, all the money to the fighters because at in two thousand fourteen when they, they when they, they they signed a contract with Reebok, they said all the money was going was going to the to the to the fighters. Remember yeah, that. Yeah. But if you do the math, you can guys, nah. you can check on if you search on Google, yeah, you you'll find like some yeah. numbers. The money didn't go to the fighters. No, no not, not at all. I, I, not, not, at all. Not, not at all. So so yeah, maybe this last, but they're giving like uh, all the money to the fighters. But yeah. anyways, even if it's like even if it's like a good increase, it's not enough. Yeah. Especially, you know, like some names, like for example, Donald, like Donald Cerrone. Imagine Donald Cerrone. Yeah. Imagine how much money that guy can make well, for his sponsors. Exactly. And, and, and it's, 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 they get punched in the face for a living, kicked in the face for a living. Your career spans just a few years. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the best fighters. Conor McGregor has been around for like four years maximum. Yeah, yeah, you for know, sure. For four sure. years. Now, he's a, <laughs> he's a success story, but, uh, there's also other fighters that have had five UFC fights that still in their whole career has only made 200,000. Yeah. You know, so yeah. um, it, it's give take for everyone. Um, yeah, so we're on 50 minutes. Yep. Um, we'll call it. Uh, guys, this has been MMA Authority. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe. 
uh, check out our Instagram page, MMA Authority. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, follow this tag. Follow us. You can find us on uh, YouTube, Stitcher, um, Spotify, any of the big Google podcasts, any of the big podcast platforms. Um, it was yeah. a pleasure to talk to you guys. Stay tuned. Peace.